What up, Wizards fans? A way to help support this podcast is to go to Sneakus, S-N-E-K-I-S dot com. Sneakus, a DMV DC sports apparel company. They have a lot of new t-shirt designs up and a nice clearance sale going on right now as well. And at checkout, in our playoffs, part of your order will continually help support me in this endeavor. Now, let's get this show started. Sneakus, playoffs, do it. And now, it's the Pixel and Roll Show with Adam Magoodis. What is up, doe? Welcome to another edition of the Pixel Roll Show. We discuss a bunch of players talking about two Kellys fighting. Your Washington Wizards. Hello, everyone. This is Adam McGinnis. It is May 7th, 2017. Today's show is a special one. Yesterday, I was able to go to Washington Wizards practice. Kelly Oubre, Coach Scott Brooks, Jason Smith, and Bohan Bogdanovich all spoke to the media Obviously, the main topic was the suspension of Kelly Oubre for Game 4 due to his fisticuffs-ish, flop, push, charging, whatever you want to call it. The NBA decided that he deserved to miss a game, and so now he will be out for Game 4. He talked about that briefly. Me and him had a misunderstanding about my question, which was kind of funny. I basically wanted to know if this had ever happened to him in a basketball game before, and he brought up football. So I thought he meant it happened to him in a football game. But in reality, he was just saying it was like a football play or something. I don't know. You can you can listen to see if you make out what it really was. Scott Brooks uh, discussed it you know, somewhat uh, in detail. I also asked him a bunch of questions about the defense uh, that was much better in Game 3 than it had been, especially on the pick and roll, and also why his offense had been so, so successful early in games. Jason Smith uh, talked about Ubre and Bohan Bogdanovich uh, just you know talked about him being able to be aggressive there in Game Three. This is audio from Wizards practice. Enjoy. Your reaction to the just the consequence, uh, you know, for my reaction, for my actions, um, and uh, right now, just looking forward to you know my next game I'm able to play, you know, getting better until then. So. Um, Tomorrow, my, my teammates are going to you know, step up, hold it down. Um, we're the next man up team. So, you know, I have no, no worries in that. Did you, did you anticipate that? Did you anticipate that this was coming? I mean, you know, it, it, it was something that, it, that was in talk. So, um, you know, I'm not surprised. Uh, the league has to do what they have to do. Um, you know, they have to handle that situation. So, you know, it's in the past. It, it happened. They made it through their rule. Um, you know, I have to follow it. you concerned that because the referee stepped in at that point and you might have caught a piece of it, it could have been the worst? Um, I'm not thinking about that. You know, I'm thinking about what happened. You know, um, in, all, in all due respect. But uh, you know, I hope you know, I hope he's okay. Uh, I reached out to him. Um, I hope he got my apology, and you know, now we move on. You apologize to Monty. Monty, yeah. not, not to Kevin. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's some of the best advice you you've gotten from somebody about this incident? Um, 
just move on. Uh, you know, it's in the past. You know, when it happened, everybody, you know, they saw it was about to happen. So, you know, I can't change that it happened. Um, you know, now I have to face the consequences and, you know, learn from my, my mistakes. So, you know, just, that's all I'm focused on, you know, just getting better and being ready for my team. Kelly, you mentioned that you talked to your coach and your teammates about this. It looked like your dad followed you in the locker room, too. What was his point of view on what occurred and what you guys thought about it? He didn't talk about anything. Um, you know, he just pretty much was there to comfort me, make sure I was good. Uh, you know, obviously when you see a kid, uh, something happened to your kid or, you know, he's in an incident, you know, rush to the floor and make sure he's okay. So that's all he was doing. Uh, we haven't really talked in detail about the situation. Uh, but, you know, I know he's behind me 100%. Uh, you know, it's moving, moving on from, that, from now. Any level of basketball have you ever been in an incident similar to that? I mean, I play football. Yeah. Um, you know, that's it. That's the only time I've ever been able to do something like that. But yeah. What happened in football? Bad. In football, I think you have somebody with the ball and then a defender trying to come and tackle him, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's what happens in football, and that's what happens, you know, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, re I respect the league's decision. Um, probably knew it was gonna gonna come down to that. Uh, like I said yesterday, we gotta do a better job of controlling our emotions, no matter what leads to. To you to lose your control, and but going forward, you know we just want to play basketball. We want to focus on what we need to do to keep putting ourselves in position to win games. And we've had a next man up mentality all year. Um, we got some options. Uh, we can move some people around, uh, but not having them, you know, it's it's not ideal, but it's what it is. And you just go forward and and play the game. You can't worry about uh, who's not playing and you know, we, but we've been in this situation we uh, one time we started two rookies in our backcourt when John and Brad did not play in Chicago so we've always had that mentality our guys have kind of bought into that and so I, I'm excited to see uh, how we play and whoever I choose to play in those minutes do you do you think you tighten your rotation a little bit or even give other guys you normally use more minutes or are you looking to fan out and maybe pull somebody else into the way? I'm looking at all options maybe give some extra minutes maybe Add another guy, maybe change some spots on the floor with different players playing different positions. Uh, those are all on the table right now. We just have to pick one um, by tomorrow, by tomorrow early evening, and and go from there. Whoever I pick, I have full confidence in the guy or the or the situation we we we, we pick uh, that they're going to play well. Do you think that after I think it was after game one with Atlanta? Game two, you had like 55 foul calls because game one was really physical. Do you think game this is kind of the same scenario that potentially could happen tomorrow that because of everything that took place in the previous game that the game is called tighter? And there's more I mean, I, I can't. I wish I can predict the future, but I can't. Uh, we just want to play basketball and focus on what we need to do on both ends to execute to get a score, to get a stop, and that's what we do. You try to do those back-to-back -back and get a couple of them in a row and then uh, get confidence on what we do on both ends, but it's always about what we can control, and, and I'm sure they feel the same way. We just want to focus on playing, you know, hard, aggressive basketball. Scott, you, you said before Game Three that you want to get Boy on more minutes, um, and then obviously you did. He was the first guy off the bench, and he said he, after his first three, you to play for him. Um, why was he? 
so much better in that third game than he was initially, and how vital is he going to be with no Kelly for the next game? I mean, he, I, I think he's, it was much better because I gave him a better opportunity. And I said before that last, uh, before the last game, I, it, it's on me. I made a mistake in not playing him uh, more minutes in game two. Um, but he has great experience. He's been playing pro ball forever. Um, and a lot of big games in, in Europe, not only for his pro team, but it's for his country. And guys feel comfortable with him. When he's open, he's going to make that shot. And he's a, he's a shot maker. But he's not just a shot maker. He can put the ball on the floor. He can get an offensive rebound, and he competes on the defensive end. So I, I think definitely tomorrow night I can see him playing uh, good quality minutes. Spencer, what do you, the numbers say that guys are better with Kelly off the floor? Taylor Haney's got a lot of big shots. Yeah. Uh, kind of messed up on that one. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes the numbers are correct. Sometimes uh, the numbers are are, are there because of the situation that that you're in. Uh, Kelly's been, he's an improving player. And I don't coach age, but he is 21. Uh, but I, I treat him as a pro player that he has to do the right things to, to help us win games. And he's gotten better this year. You know, the numbers, you know, the plus minus, if that's what you're referring to. But he, he he's aggressive defender. He can guard multiple players, and you know, we're definitely going to miss those minutes, uh, whether it's 10 minutes or 15 minutes. But we always had that next man up, like a lot of teams do. Coach, your offense has really been going uh, early in the game for the fourth straight playoff game. How were you able to um, sustain this lead, and what is working so well with your offense? Well, we kept moving the basketball and, and not, not um, letting them dictate where the ball is going. And we did a better job of spacing throughout the game and cutting throughout the game and, and focusing on some matchups that we were trying to attack. And we have to be very disciplined in that. As, as you go into every game, you make adjustments. And during the games, you make adjustments. We just have to uh, keep, keep trusting the, the offensive process of getting a good shot. And no matter who takes it, the good shot is better than uh, you manipulating to find a shot for a guy. You just have to find a good shot. We got a lot of good shooters on the floor, a lot of good playmakers that can make shots for us. I'm guessing you think they're going to be uh, doing different things with Isaiah this game. Is that kind of what your guys are trying to figure out what comes next from them? Yeah, I mean, he's a great player. He's going to want to play well, like he wants to play well every game, and they're going to want him to play well. So we have to just keep, keep um, putting bodies around them, keep making them take tough shots and and quite honestly it's hard to do we, we tried to do that in the game too and he was making tough shots and and we didn't do a good job you know making him playing playing the crowd but we have to be able to do that it's not easy like I said he gets wherever he gets with his ball handling he's so crafty and clever and he gets to the pain he pulls up he shoots with going either direction. He's, he's a special player. Is he going to get a block out in time? Jan, I can, I, can, I can play. I think I try to keep him under 10 minutes, 8 to 10 minutes. I can see he felt pretty good today. So we'll see how he feels tomorrow. I can see him playing a few more minutes. Not a lot, but a few more.
coach. Uh, Brad Stevens does a lot of unusual lineups. He's gone to four guard lineups at times. How much of your job is reacting to what he's doing on the fly versus you just trying to mandate what, what you all want to do? Well, I, I think we all do it. And I, I try to just focus on our matchups, uh, our focus on the guys that we have on the floor. Because I, I really believe, and I've seen it time and time, and I saw a lot of improvement as this year is going on, that that our bigs can guard small players, and particularly with Keith. He's a matchup problem. If you're going to put small guys on him, he creates action. Whether he's scoring, uh, they're paying a close attention to him, and he can guard smaller guys. He has the length, and he's a smart player, and he plays with a lot of toughness. So whoever they throw on the floor, whoever we have on the floor, I feel that we can match up with them uh, some nights better than others. Coach, you, you mentioned on Marquette. Will they be more conscious effort to go inside, especially since you guys dominated the game? Well, we have to, you know, we can't just rely on three point shooting and we can't rely on getting to the free throw line. So we want to be able to do those there, do those things and get to the free throw line, get to the get to the three point line. But our strength of our game is attacking. Uh, when we attack and score in the paint, it opens up a lot of other things for us. And, now we want to post up our players that if they have a, a good uh, good matchup and if they they can't don't, don't necessarily have to score out of it, but they have to make the right, the right play out of it. And the last game, I thought we did a pretty good job of making the right plays on each time down the court. You said that you respected the decision on Kelly. Um, did you expect or wanted to see something on the other Kelly on a lineup with the screen situation, or did you say anything? Did you voice some sort of no, I mean, I, I, they're everybody's well aware. Um, we want to have, we want to clean up those situations so it doesn't lead to things like that, and and that's just playing basketball. Our guys, from day one in training camp, we talked about how we can be a better basketball team, and we want to stay uh, with that same mindset. We want to play uh, and keep improving as this series goes goes on and being a better uh, basketball team each night on the floor. Are you concerned? No, I mean I, I I didn't see that. I mean every every situation everybody's trying to break it up so it doesn't get become worse and I'm I'm glad that it didn't become uh, worse than it than it was because it's we've all We've all seen worse, and when you got two competitive teams uh, go after, go after it uh, each time down the court. Uh, but I'm glad uh, the refs did a great job of defusing that as best they can, and you know, we're moving forward and, and focusing on tomorrow night. Coach, uh, game three was arguably one of your best defensive efforts, especially on pick and roll defense. When you looked at the tape, yes. what did you see? Uh, why you proved so much success in that one? We did a good job of really uh, containing the basketball. Uh, they are they are so good offensively with all their great shooters on the floor that you have to be on point on every on every decision. If you're late, those oh, how can I say this? Those oh crap moments that you if you have. Um, you're going to get beat for, for a three, so you have to be really locked in on the defensive end and, and don't have any of those moments. Thanks a lot. Is that a nice way of saying it? All garbage moments. Jason, first, your thoughts on Kelly being suspended from the floor? It's a blow to our team. Um, he 
helps us out offensively and defensively, majorly. Um, we'll have to overcome it, but it's going to be a, a next person up mentality. Uh, we know they have small lineups out there, and we're going to have to have to, to make do without them for this game. Um, I know he's going to be still supporting us. Um, he was still locked in with, with today's practice. Um, it's not fun to go through anything like that, but it's it's something that uh, he's going to have to deal with, and, and we'll, we'll get him back for, for game five. Do you think there's, this game is going to be called game four? Is there any talk about, based on how aggressive game three was with all the technical interjections, that maybe this game is going to be called tighter and you got to be even more careful on foul trouble? Have you guys talked about that at all? I think our whole playoffs, uh, we've kind of had physical aggression, and that's good. Um, I think we've, we've had that mindset from the beginning. Um, whether they're locked in on it more, we don't know. All we can do is, is go out there and play aggressive like we always do. Does he talk about, you know, in the, play, in the playoffs, is, is the game now more physical, more mental? I think a little bit of both. Uh, when it gets to the playoffs, I mean, every game matters. It's, it's tough to go out there and beat a, a team four times in a row. It's, it's one of those things where you enjoy the moment, but you also have to beware of getting caught up in the moment. Um, the crowd gets a little bit louder. The lights seem to get a little bit brighter. Uh, I think for us as a whole, we've, we've done a great job of just locking in on what our concepts are defensively, and that really triggers our offense. We get a good defensive stop, and we, go, we get out on offense, we can get out of the break. Um, I think for us as a whole, just got to keep doing what we're doing. Um, protect our home court. Our fans have been behind us 100%. They've been great. And we're going to need them again tomorrow. And it's it's going to be a fun time. Jason, Brandon yesterday, I think jokingly, I'm not sure, called himself the crazy guy on the end of the bench. Like, you never know what's going to happen with him. Um, is that what you guys kind of think of him? Like, what's it been like getting to know him since he's got uh, I mean, I played with him in Orlando last year. And his mindset is just to go out there and play hard. <laughs> He's not afraid to pick you up full court. He's not afraid to get under your skin. I, I think that's what he wants to do. And that's a good thing for our team because if we can kind of deny Isaiah or deny whoever's hot on their team or pick him up full court, it makes them have to work a little bit harder than normal. Um, he does a great job at that. And, uh, he's a great teammate. He, he goes out there and he, he's a fun guy to play with. Wanting to get under the skin, was he like that in Orlando as well from what you know, or is this something that he Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> And it's not that he gets under your teammates' right. skins, but he gets under the other team's skin. And that's that's just what he does. I think that's just kind of one of his roles, and he, he embraces it. What's kind of been the message with the team to like keep their emotions in check going into this game before? I think it's just having that that I guess that conscious set mind frame of, of going out there and just execute our game plan of going out there hurting him basketball wise, not trying to, to go out there and do anything out of the ordinary. I tried to be aggressive right from the, from the beginning, but I did in the game also. And I hit my first three they draw some some play for me so so that was it was huge for me to get in the game with a with a couple three especially in the, in the first quarter. In, in terms of Obviously, tomorrow is, I guess you call that a must win too, right? You know, we're going to have to be one of this sort of series. Um, what do you think is going to be different or has to be different? Or you guys played pretty much the same way you played in game 
I mean, we gotta play the same intensity. We gotta bring our our defense back. Like in, uh, in game three, we gotta force them to take to take many tough shots and, and, and try to run their back, uh, fast back. They don't like you being <laughs> in the team. Uh, I know you're relatively new here compared to how long some other guys have been here. Do you feel that kind of dislike for them at this point, or do you kind of try to remove yourself? I mean, in the playoffs, no one likes no one. When we play against them, they are like our enemies for those for those 48 minutes. But after that, we can be friends. So there's not any different with them or with, with any other team. You know, I'm counting. Yeah, that. I mean, he's huge for us, especially because he's one of the guys that that is trying to to guard. Isaiah Thomas, so it's a big loss for us, but we got uh, we got other ben- other guys from uh, from the bench that, that we can bring our, our energy and, and try to contribute. Boyan Brandon yesterday talked about himself as one of the crazy guys coming off the bench. What do you guys think of his kind of getting your face persona, or like the whole Brandon Jennings experience? I guess. No, I mean he's 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 huge for us. Like you said, he's he's one of the guys that, that is trying to. To pressure the the point guards, try to, to frustrate Isaiah and and, and uh, the Rozier. So he's always bringing something for for us. So so yeah, like you say, he he's huge for us right now. Well, who, is, who would you say is your biggest rival in your basketball career? Whether it was when you were younger or internationally or here in the NBA, is there ever one team where you were like these guys? I didn't face yet. Okay. <laughs> With that, so no, I didn't. Okay. Well, you had ten rebounds last game, and with the size advantage you all have over the Celtics, is that it? you make a concerted effort to try to crash the offensive boards when you're on there more than normally? I mean, we play small, so I'm, mostly of my minutes I'm playing on on, on four position, guarding their big, so I'm always around the basket. So that's why the the rebounds are falling in my in my hands. What do you feel when they switch a 5 9 guy like Isaiah Thomas on team, especially if you're on the low block? Do you feel like yeah, he's almost insulted by it, or do you feel like I gotta get him in the bucket right now? He's a great offensive player, so we are trying to, to make him work on uh, on the other, other, other end of the floor, so they're trying to, to post him up. I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to, to post him up, but yeah, we are trying to get back to him. What's so tough about posting up a guy that small for you? Guys. Just because it's not something that you're used to. Yeah, it's it's unusual, and he's he got great hands, so that's tough, right? That does it for today's show. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go to truthaboutit.net. Check out our playoff coverage. I will be at Game Four, so there should be some hot pixels coming up shortly. And also, we'll be doing some pods here. Don't forget, F Boston, and as always, go Wizards. Peace out. It's an occurrence with no deterrence Patience is key even though it feels urgent Do you have the strength to sit with each moment? Identify your place in the scheme and then own it Zoom out and see the overall picture Take the thoughts with ya Use pen to draft scripture In the folds of time, the annals remind Of the missteps that crumbled kingdoms And we'll find amidst the ruins Strands of grass 
now ruin Displaying that the birth of it never had been looming The new information breeds some new energy A positive vibe that is available plentifully What will you do with it? Be a true cynic or will your legacy show that you grew with it? Take the path that leads to more light Don't miss out, this is your chance to shine bright The sun's as Of the sun, we may not get burned. So celestial, extraterrestrial music made with love resurrecting you up from the sludge, up from the brine, free from the shackles, free from the bind. Sight for the blind with some 8D glasses, extra dimensions, best of intentions. That's not to mention heights of ascension to those who would throw the wrench in. Gut wrenching to think that we don't all want to fly if you're staying in the former states of mind. Goodbye. I see new horizons, yes, the sun's rising, so awe inspiring. Watch us just dive in. Thriving as we bask in the light, don't miss out. This is your chance to shine bright. You know, when you see the birth of the life that lives, some child see the haze of the maze that keeps them. Daughters see the moon and the tide she came from. There to the duty, opportunity given. Eyes won't witness, our choice is tasteless. Consume and waste till we've all gone nameless. Heart very evil in the din to bear this. Pillaging our ability, we've all gone homeless. If we stop this home, we would not be in it. Right.